1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch, rebroadcast on YouTube, and as always, you can listen to us on iTunes. If you do, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. It really helps to get the podcast out to more people. We're back. Uh, Frankie and I were away at Gamma, back in Las Vegas, back at Bally's, and Gamma is uh, is a trade show for manufacturers and retailers, store owners and manufacturers go, they mingle, see what's up and coming, get a chance to talk to each other, compare notes. Really good time, both of us are still pretty wiped out. Frankie just got back, he was there a day longer than I was. Uh, Really exciting, Uh, a lot of the information, especially pertaining to companies like Games Workshop are already out there in the world. Um, You've all probably already seen some of the big announcements, but we will cover those on Signals as this is a news show. But there's some pretty cool stuff that is on the way uh, coming our way from companies like Games Workshop. And if you are a, an enthusiast of this hobby, it's an exciting time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of these companies had huge announcements. Um, it's gonna be really exciting to see the next year in tabletop gaming, so.
1: Absolutely. A uh, big announcement, in my opinion, the biggest announcement, an entirely new faction on the way for Age of Sigmar, uh, the Caradhran Overlords or Caradhran yeah. Overlords, not sure how people are pronouncing this one just yet, tomato, tomato. But uh, absolutely fantastic faction, really excited. It's got a lot of people very excited. There's a lot of people that are saying that they're now going to jump in to Age of Sigmar because they are so pumped about these new models. And the kind of look and feel, imagine if you took uh, Final Fantasy but populated it with only Dwarves. That's kind of <laughs> what you got going on They're um the steampunk dwarves that cruise around on airships they also have like personal dirgibles yeah. so you've got like a dwarf with a flintlock and an axe with like a little balloon full of uh, magical gas
0: gold gold gas i think is what they're calling it or
1: what who cares right it's something the that gas. makes them fly yeah i don't ask questions but <laughs> you know what i mean it's like the force
0: they look awesome i mean the the big ships are just incredible they look huge, too. They look like they're, like, this big. <laughs> it's, did like see, ridiculous.
1: Did you see the joke they put on their Facebook page? Uh-huh. So funny. So there was a troll on the GW Facebook project. I know. You can't believe me when I say this, but there's actually trolls out there. Oh, wait, was it, it the meme? Uh, and then they're like, I, they're like, GW, you guys suck. If you made a balanced game, I'd actually play it. And they're like, what are you talking about? This model is perfectly balanced. And they showed the airship on the little stem. I was, like, well-played. <laughs> Take that. Well-played GW. And it's, like... That's awesome. Oh, so funny. I was, like, I love that they're showing a sense of humor <laughs> now. Because it's, like, such a silly, like, make a balance game. Like, first of all, define what that means. And then, second of all, you go in and try and balance eight bazillion different units with different rules and make it...
0: Completely balanced. Completely
1: balanced by some and arbitrary standard, it. right? Like...
0: Like I don't even think anything is truly balanced. Like even chess has a higher percentage if- for the
1: player that goes first. Yeah, chess is not perfectly balanced, no. and you literally have identical armies with yeah. preset movement patterns, and it's still not perfectly balanced. So it's like, yes, we strive for balance, but like, what? It's just it's people complaining about something that I have literally no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, That's what mean- it boils down to.
0: I mean, everybody hopes for balance and stuff, but I think they do a great job, especially with how many rules there are. It's like you were saying, there's like 8,000 different units. What? There's, <laughs> That's insane.
1: There's, a, there's <laughs> an effectively uh, infinite number of uh, variations yeah. Yeah. in the game. It's not possible to balance it unless you're like a supercomputer of like vast... Processing power, like you don't have, have like godlike intelligence to be able to like. I don't even
0: think you can once you once you have different rules and stuff make it completely balanced because it's all on based on your perception anyways. Right, that's true. So I don't even think it'd be possible.
1: It is so much of it is <laughs> perception. I mean, like yeah. like for example, I went in and crunched the math on the artillery that I was going to take in my Free People's Army for a Yeah. And I did mathematically prove, which in like ideal circumstances to my satisfaction, what was the most uh, optimal choice.
0: But it's funny because like you take your same math, right? The math that you figured out which one was more optimal, but then you pair it up against different, different units with different spells, different overlapping rules and stuff, and then a different one would be better. Yeah. So it's it's really like it is all based on your perception and depending on what you're playing against and stuff like that. So
1: it depends on the circumstances the of the game of yeah. the battlefield. Exactly. Like the Hellstorm Rocket Battery mathematically is the most efficient choice under the circumstances I was going to be using it. Yeah. But, like you said, there could be some scenario that pops up wherein the one that looks the least appealing is an all all-star. Bad. And yeah. you're like, because every one of us has those stories where, like, you know, Bill, the infantryman, does something completely unexpected, yeah, or, do, you know, like, is standing in the right place at the right time, or is some obscure rule that seems pointless is actually amazing in the right context. And that's why these games are so difficult to, quote-unquote, balance. Because you're talking about an effectively infinite number of variables that you're introducing into the system yep. whereas like chess a computer like a supercomputer can like crunch every possible move on a chess board yeah and then analyze all that data in a split second and then choose what is the mathematically most optimal movement in that circumstance and that's why computers beat humans more often than not now but then you take a game like go, which has more potential moves on the board than there are molecules in the universe. <laughs> And it's not possible to hard crunch every move. every move. So then you have to teach the computer to think like a person. That's when it gets really crazy. And humans like will make moves based on intuition, and it's because you're feeling what is the right move. You're not actually like rationally deciding, and that only comes from experience and and. Um, kind of higher level brain function. Anyway, we're going way off. Human
0: race, baby. We're going Boom. way off into the... Take the that, guts. robots. But it's, it's
1: really interesting stuff, right? And like you said, it's mostly based on perception. Oh, yeah. It Definitely. is mostly based on perception. I played this one thing this one time and it did this thing, so therefore so it's, it's the best. Broken, like, oh. Or it's no good. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, yeah, that's not the way this works.
0: <laughs> but the new models look amazing. These dwarves, like the ships, are literally—they're like flying bane blades. It looks so cool. I don't know if they're that
1: big. Do you think they're that big?
0: I think so. The big no. one—they did a scale of each one. Oh really? Like the small one looks like it's about this big, then it goes up, and then the big one's like. Was huge. there
1: another model in there for scale? No,
0: but you just got those in comparison right, to you're each just other. just feeling it out. Yeah, feeling it out. Perception.
1: So, I cannot wait uh, to see this I army. Mean, I know our paint staff is pumped. Yeah. They are they. Uh, one of our painters, Carlos, is like I'm getting this army, yeah. and I'm sure that they want to see some of these armies come into paint. They look really, really cool. I'm very excited. It reminds me of uh, just like so much of my favorite stuff, like Final Fantasy with the airships. Obviously, yeah. really, really reminds me of that. But it also kind of feels like 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 Time Bandits or something, like kind of <laughs> like throwback old school fun stuff. You <laughs> know what I mean? Bandits. That's
0: amazing. I really like nice.
1: it, and I think that this is gonna bring Age of Sigmar, which is rapidly becoming my favorite game. Uh, even to more even more people oh yeah definitely. Uh, I'm really excited for it so uh, of course as soon as those are available you can get those from frontline gaming at a nice juicy discount just send in your order to orders at frontline or call us 888-781-5120 I'd be happy to take your order mm-hmm. very cool another awesome uh, release these models are already in 40k but now they have rules the Tartaros pattern terminators and they are really good
0: yeah they look great they look
1: really good i, yep. I don't poor normal terminators they already <laughs> suck and now they suck even harder compared to some of the <laughs> all these other ones that are coming out,
0: out. you're like geez please.
1: yeah so the tartaros pattern terminators their rules are great apparently they don't have uh they, they can sweep in advance you can mix combat weapons with shooting weapons it gives loyalists the very cool reaper auto cannon because why not why not Take that, Chaos.
0: They needed some more help. Mm, you know, yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: And they get all kinds of, like, handheld plasma weapons. Um, really, really cool stuff. I think they're going to be very popular, and they look really cool. Yeah. Also, they're going to be coming out. Or they may already be out in an individual box set, so pretty cool.
0: Yeah, make sure to grab those.
1: Another big announcement that came out of Gamma. Uh, this is very exciting. They are releasing a new game called Shadow War Armageddon. Uh, this is... And I quote, pretty much copy paste of Necromunda, but they're using instead of gangs, they're using normal, you know, quote unquote normal units in the 40k setting. Although uh, looking at some of the rules previews that are floating out around there, they are using the stats from Necromunda.
0: Yeah, it was pretty funny. Somebody asked the question at Gamma, and they were like, "Oh, well, are you guys going to still re-release Necromunda?" And they looked at them like,
1: "This is this
0: is." Pretty much Necromunda. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I mean, oh, fair enough.
1: Really, what you could do, and they, they were saying like the game wasn't designed for this per se, but it'd be very easy to do it, is you could actually take the old gangs from Necromunda and put them in yeah. and try to warm it So
0: I think you'll probably see like crowd-based like yeah. making their own yeah. rules for them and stuff.
1: And the reason why they're not putting the gangs out there, in my opinion, again, I'm speculating. This was not told to us, but I think it's a pretty obvious and uh, I would say educated guess is that selling gangs of Necromunda models is good in the short term. Getting new players to try 40K is better in the long term. Because if you can start out with a squad of Space Marine scouts and they level up and they get cool stuff, you got one guy's a sniper, one guy's got a heavy bolter, one guy can have a power fist, whatever. That individual may then go, oh, okay, now I'm gonna buy some more Space Marine stuff or you know, vice versa with orcs. Uh, and there's 12 factions that are gonna be playable in the game.
0: Yeah, and it goes both ways as well. I mean, let's say you only have a short amount of time and you just want to play like a squad-based game. Boom, play Necromunda with part of your army. So,
1: or a lot of gamers mm-hmm. complain about the price of yeah. gaming, which I always find funny. But if that you feel that like you fall into that category, well, here you go.
0: Boom. Plus the this terrain that z- they're releasing looks sick. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like wow! A, it's what a hive city. It's a piece of a hive city. It looks pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Definitely check it out. And it's oh, massive. It's really big. And it's all modular,
1: stackable. Yeah. Um, I think that, that that is gonna be really, really popular. Yeah. So uh, there's a pretty funny picture of some of our paint staff. Uh, some of the guys getting pretty pumped for St. Paddy's Day, which by the way, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, holiday in the United States, although no one knows what it's for. Something about snakes and getting drunk on green beer is kind of the general impression.
0: I think it's mainly just green.
1: I think there was some snakes or something and some Irish guy chased them away. There was leprechauns involved. You know what I mean? Gold. That's all there is to Irish culture, I'm pretty sure. Snakes and beer and leprechauns. Snakes,
0: beer, green, leprechauns, gold.
1: I'm sure we're going to get some hate mail from some of our Irish listeners. (laughs) I think also disliking the English is a part of that whole thing. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy that was Scottish was like, "No, we love the Irish because all of us don't like the English." are <laughs> yeah, like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> that makes um, sense." <laughs> so, at any rate, uh, I hope you all enjoy St. Patrick's today, and do so responsibly. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Gotta throw it out there. Uh, cool Mini or Not made a big announcement at Gamma as well. They've acquired the license to develop a Game of Thrones miniatures game. Uh, might be so popular. amazing dude <laughs> so popular.
0: amazing you see the models they actually look really good simon
1: C- yeah. has done some really good stuff yeah. but uh, there's actually already uh, game of thrones miniatures out there they've been around for a really long time yeah but they're not the best looking miniatures no. um george rr R. martin is a huge minis collector like hu- like hoarder style miniatures yeah. collector um and he i'm sure pushed for the minis to get out there but Simon is gonna make miniatures in the modern style. The ones that are out there right now are like historical miniatures, which means they're realistic, but they look silly on a small scale. Like someone wearing that outfit in real life would look really cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, when you scale down, you gotta change the proportions to make it look cool.
0: Yeah, they showed off some of the miniatures, and geez, they look amazing. The knights just look so sick. It's really cool. I might actually give this game a shot.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be this one up. It's going to be an obvious win. right? Yeah. You get a license like that, and it's like you can't miss unless you just really, really screw up. Yeah. So keep your eye out for that. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a very popular and fun game. I can't wait to see it. Uh, what faction would you play? I mean, everyone would well, want to play the Starks.
0: Well, currently it's just two but
1: The Starks and the Lannisters. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think I go for the Lannisters.
1: You know what? I would hold out for the Mormonts. Oh. Play the little girl that sends her 12, 12 warriors. <laughs> it's Like twelve. <laughs> just mean
0: mugs. <laughs> when amazing. she
1: punks all those grown men, that yeah. was one of the best moments. That was so show. awesome. Everybody's like, Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. No man, I'd play the Free Peoples because Mastodon, the band, one of my favorite metal bands. <laughs> They're free people in the scene where the uh, the Night King. They haven't revealed his name officially? It was in the credits. It's the Night, it's the King of the Night or something. Like that. He's the he's the undead king. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, wildlings in that scene, and then they get, they get wasted. So cool. So good.
0: Yeah. No, actually, I'd, I'd do the, the Iron. What are the the Ironborn? Yeah, those
1: good If you read the books, oh, those, those are guys sick.
0: are. I want to be pirates. Bad. man.
1: They're like, like no, yeah. they're more like Vikings, but yeah, they're bad. <laughs> They're not good.
0: I think most of the people in the story are bad. People. True.
1: But the Ironborn are especially bad. <laughs> They're like, extra bad. Like Balon Greyjoy does some of the most yeah. screwed up stuff in the books and it's like hard to read at times. Yeah. He's really evil.
0: I think the new game of thrones actually comes out pretty soon.
1: Yeah, well, if George R.R. Martin would stop screwing around and finish writing the damn books. I don't I think he just gave up.
0: Nah, I think he's still working. I know, so
1: I, I bet you he's just like, Meh you know what finish the show he and might, he's like, whatever. He
0: might even be worried about finishing them because of how popular the show is, and then if he finishes the book, it like <sighs> discredits the show Well you already told
1: it. him how it's gonna go. So the, yeah. the show will finish unless something catastrophic happens, but I think he's just like, nah. I think he just gave up. It's like, no. dude, come on, man. Ugh, God How
0: long has it been since the last one?
1: Seven years or something like that. No. He only he writes one yeah. every like five to six years.
0: Jeez, please.
1: Because I started reading these, <clears throat> I started reading these books when I was like twenty-four.
0: Yeah, but they're amazing. He's an amazing writer. So.
1: Oh yeah, he's. It's the best yeah. fantasy series ever. If yeah. he finishes it. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are zeroing in on a venue for our San Diego or SoCal Open. We're not sure which name we're gonna go with yet. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think. Do you like San Diego Open or SoCal Open? I'm leaning towards San Diego Open, but. The SDO the SDO or but the SCO SoCal Open is kind of like more inclusive but it would be located in San Diego uh, anyway we are getting close I think that uh, we may be able to lock this down <clears throat> in the next week or two and uh, the venue we're looking at is gorgeous uh, really 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 beautiful part of San Diego um, arguably one of the prettiest areas in the county and uh, it's going to be a nice and affordable event San Diego is a wonderful place to come on vacation. Oh, yeah. Uh, It it would be in a really, the weather for the time we're looking at, we're looking in October, some of the nicest weather of the whole year here. Um, If you wanted to come on a vacation, it would be really good because you could come bring your family. They can go to the beach, they can go to the zoo, they can go to SeaWorld. Uh, There's so much cool stuff to do so it's,
0: it's really easy to make it into like a road trip go to disneyland disneyland's only an hour and a half to two hours away so yeah definitely worth it
1: it'd be a really cool plan like it's, i mean it's a it's an easy sell to come to san diego oh my gosh like yeah. the weather's so nice here and so we're really excited and i really want to give a big shout out to andy he has been doing like i would say 80 to 90 percent of the legwork on finding the venue finding the venue for a big event is the hardest part besides terrain. Um, so I just I really want to give a shout out to Andy because he's been working really hard on it. Uh, upcoming ITC events and news. Please make sure to join our TO mailing list. If you already joined the first time, this guy had all the information we needed except your email address. So the first, you know, like 55 people that like signed a up. a champion. Oh. I was like, where's somebody's email address? And then I looked and I was like, oh. The most important part. I didn't put the field in there for that, oh, address. So, darn. if you already signed up once, please go to the show notes, click on the button, or go to the ITC tab, click on the button. There's a ton of benefits to joining the, uh, the ITC TO mailing list. Um, we've come up with a way to facilitate communication between just TOs, where there isn't, you know, people who are not... <laughs> We've eliminated a lot of the noise. It's just people that have have skin in the game, people that are being positive, people that want to grow the community, people that want to share information, share knowledge, Um, how to negotiate contracts, looking at a venue, how to manage terrain, how to deal with uh, issues that pop up at events. It's um, uh,
0: gonna be really good, they're already chatting it up yeah so it's it's really exciting so
1: it's really good and it's like it's just a way to communicate with other people who are doing what you're doing yep. that are motivated to grow um, it gives you a direct way to talk to the ITC staff if you disagree with something that we've done or you don't understand it and you would like to talk about it in a place where there's not people screaming and acting like children this is the way to do it <laughs> not that everybody does that but we all know that sometimes that happens um, and it gives you a way to represent your community if you think that, I don't know, a rules issue you disagree with or you just want to go, hey, why is this this way? Or if you have feedback about the app or a mission or a, or, suggestion. Or a suggestion, this is a way to do it okay. in a civil uh, manner, and so far it's already been working really well. Yeah, and um, it's
0: great to help out your fellow, your fellow TOS as well, and tell them ideas that worked well at your event, and maybe they can incorporate it into theirs. So
1: yeah, and there's there's people in there that have more experience than us. You know, we have the yeah. Adepticon guys are in there. We got the Nova guys. We have uh, TOS from the, the UK. There's even there's there's some really good people to talk to yep. in there. So uh, if you are interested and you legitimately run an event, let me know. We can get you hooked up. And there's also ways to save a lot of money, uh, getting TO discounts on things like terrain or mats or buying used terrain or reaching out into, uh, to the other TOs. Maybe they have stuff they're not using anymore and they can kind of hand it down to younger events who don't have money to, to buy stuff. So yep. it's like a trade association for TOs. That's basically what we're shooting for. Uh, anyway, there's a bazillion events going on this weekend. Uh, maybe what, not that many.
0: What number is a bazillion?
1: It's a made up one that's this many.
0: So <laughs> it could be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> could be the number
1: that i'm talking about so there's a lot of events going on this week was oh, like 20 to 30 events that's crazy yeah uh, but we do have a gt level event the meta busting march in new south wales australia Woo. and we have a major march madness which is at miswell games in conway arkansas that's a really cool event from what we've been told a lot of people go to that one yeah uh, also we've got some updated uh-huh, itc championship rankings Couple cool things that the Best Coast Parents guys did—they're always improving and updating their software, which we thank them for. Yeah, they have a, a very commonly requested feature uh, on the rankings. They're showing how many events out of the total score, uh, total scores that will take, each player has. So, to give you an example, the top ten—this is actually interesting—have all played three out of the top, a uh, three out of five scores that will take. So just to reiterate, in the ITC, you can play as many events as you want, but we'll take your top five scores, add them together. Uh, One of them must be a major, but they can all be majors. And one of them must be a GT, although up to four of them can be a GT, and up to three can be an RTT. For your faction score, we take your top four, one of which must be a GT, but they all can be. Up to three can be an RTT, up to four can be a major. Uh, And then you can see how many people have played. So just at a glance, you can tell how well this person is doing, like in an efficiency perspective. Yep. And uh, then uh, out of the team rankings, we show uh, the amount of scores, and all the top teams have uh, the max 10 that we'll take. Uh, and if um, uh, there's a limit on how many each player can contribute, so that we don't have a PJ pants scenario from the first year where <laughs> his team score was his score.
0: Yeah, that was pretty funny.
1: Anyway, well, let's jump in there and go through our top 10. Oh, also in the age of Sigmar, ITC. Uh, We have a bunch of new art for factions. Thank you to Mr. Goatboy.
0: Goatboy.
1: He's always on point. If you want to get any custom art done, recommend using Thomas. He's professional, he's quick, and he does a really good job. And his his prices are very fair. Definitely. Okay, top 10. Steven Hetmeyer has jumped into first place. He passed Chuck Arnett, who was in first place for a while. For like a day. Yeah. (laughs) Adrian Gennard has dropped down into third place. We have Aurelio Correa has jumped into fourth. Robert Harp in fifth. Wesley Anderson in sixth. Anthony Odell in seventh. Nick Hancock in eighth. Patrick Macanini. He wrote me on Facebook and he was laughing. He's like, this is how you, I think I did that right. Macanini. I think it's Macanini. Macanini Is the way he said to pronounce it. And then we have Hmm. Nick Barden in tenth. Top teams, Sex Panthers has jumped in the first place. God. Always a funny name. They have knocked those <laughs> uppity Canucks out of first place. Just kidding. Canadians are so polite. Can <laughs> Hammer is in second, and Death Spyro Down has dropped in the third. Sisters of Battle, Adrian Gennard still leads the pack. Uh, or, uh, Space Marines, we have Patrick McEnany is in first place. Astra Militarum, we have William Pagonis. Blood Angels, we have William Ivy. Chaos Demons, we have Charles Arnett. Uh, Chaos Renegades, we have Aaron Hayden, currently leading the pack. Chaos Space Marines, we have Nick Barden. Colt Mechanicus, we have Dennis Platis. Dark Angels, Zach Bowles. Dark Eldar, we have Marlon Torres. Death Watch, we have Jeffrey Merrick. Eldar, we have Anthony O'Dell. Uh, Corsairs, Carter Leach. we're just going to call it the Carter Leach faction for the time <laughs> being. because No one seems to be able to pass him. Champion. Grey Knights, we have Shailen Allen. Gene Steeler Colt, we have Natalie Fergosi Gennard. Alright. Yeah, she's doing really well. Harlequin, that's two girls in, that are leading the pack. Yep. In two events. That's awesome. <laughs> Harlequins, we have Garrett Lilly. Uh, Imperial Knights, we have Mike Key's Inquisition. We have Adam Eichelberger. Knight Renegades, we have Samuel Bowman. KDK, Denny Page, is leading the pack. Militarum Tempestus. we have Robert Bouchon. Necrons, Todd Hodges. Assassins, we have Paul Boutine. Orcs. Ronnie Min season Sure I nailed that one. Sorry. <laughs> we have Brandon MP Space Wolves, Wesley Polly, Tau, Steven Hetmeyer, and Tiernids. We have Josh Griffey. Well done to our pack leaders. Excellent also, job, boys. gotta check this out again. FLG Paint Studio knocked out a rebuke gamin the day it was available to the public. Pretty awesome. And that's on its that's way amazing. to its happy new home with the mini wargaming guys who are absolutely <laughs> pumped about it. Uh, pretty cool. Heck yeah! Any questions? If you guys have them, please fire them our way in the chat. We'll be happy to answer a couple of them.
0: Let us know who's excited for the new Necromunda.
1: Also, uh, ITC uh, there was a couple typos in the ITC uh, updated documentation, which you know that happens when you have a massive document and you're working with new people that are helping. Um, yeah, you can use Elysian Drop Troops in ITC. That was a mission by accident. That'll be updated. Um, so we'll make sure to check that. And there was a, there was a, some rulings on Chaos Space Marine versions of the Space Marine psychic powers, which we'll be updating to match. Someone had yep. pointed that out. We had missed that. The, 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 the document's massive, so please, if you see a little typo like that, just let us know and we'll fix it.
0: Uh, Lock Infinity, what prizes do you earn for being a top ITC faction? Uh, you Get in a, a really badass. nice crystal. Trophy, uh, and maybe some other stuff in the future.
1: Yeah, just bear in mind guys too, like the ITC is growing really rapidly and we're starting to like get the momentum that we think we'll need to go pro. And when we say that, what we mean by that is getting outside resources coming in. Because the ITC, we pay for it completely and it's really expensive to run the ITC. Well over $10,000 a year, way over. And that's money that we strictly pay out and don't get anything back directly. Um, so, if we can get some outside cash coming in, that'd be rad because then we could start doing really cool stuff. Um, Let's see. Uh, 40, I didn't know a 10, it's not even, it's way over 10K now that I started doing the math in my head. But it's a lot. It's a lot
0: of money. Uh, 40K TV, will Yanari be its own faction? Currently, uh, no.
1: We are planning. planning. There's three models in the faction.
0: This is difficult because then Eldar have like five different factions. Uh, I mean, so, currently, the way it works is. In the Unari, you can uh, combine all the different Eldar factions into one. And then what we're doing currently is whoever takes... Or whatever one of those factions has the most points is what your primary faction is.
1: Yeah, it's a little convoluted, but... Um, yeah. it, I mean, that's just the way it is, right? Like, trying to recognize factions when they're all getting blended in and stuff is getting difficult, but...
0: Maybe. Yep. Uh, Geek Master K, my... Oh
1: my dentist something about he's
0: talking this yeah because every
1: now and then we get people who want uh, like (laughs) Legion of the Damned to be a faction I'm like there's like two people that play that and I get it we we totally get it but there's literally there's really one unit in the Legion of the Damned faction and it's like it's like if we did that for, like, Age of Sigmar, there'd be, like, 50 factions. It's just, yeah. it, it, you have to draw the line somewhere. It just gets it gets too cumbersome.
0: Uh, Wolf Priest, uh, when can I buy my Caradon squats? The exact dates, please. Uh,
1: as soon as you see it on Games Workshop's website, yep. I actually don't know the release date off the top of my head.
0: I don't either. It might be in the video, but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, those airships are so <laughs> cool, man. Uh, Omega, what can you give, uh, what advice can you give a starting Gladius Force player? Is it better to go to uh, with White Scars or Lion's Blade? Either they're both one. extremely good. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the data, those are the two that win, right? I mean, if you want to be cool, don't do either one. It'd be different. <laughs> but if you're, if you're going strictly for competitive advantage, which is totally fine, um, you can go either way. It just depends on what your play style is. Because they've proven themselves to be the two best.
0: Uh, CW Dub, any reports on the new Celestine just winning all the time? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't heard anything. We've heard it's really good. <laughs> exceptionally
1: good, but yeah, not not game breaking. Nah. Uh, Farseer of Doom, uh, email me the exact typo that you're seeing on the BAO page and I will fix it today. Yep. I thought that was already fixed, but please let me know and I'll get it taken care of.
0: Okay, Master K says it could be treated like War Combo. Well, War Combo is uh, mech.
1: Yeah, we just... Um. Ch- oh, it's Colt McHangus. Uh, Colt McHangus, sorry. Yeah, we just chose the <laughs> one that had the... We arbitrarily chose the one that had the, the HQ. Uh, t- 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 t-
0: t- San Diego open. Oh, thanks. Thirty sheets.
1: San Diego Raiders. That would be so ironic if we got the Raiders. No. Those are arch rival...
0: That's what De- they were talking about. The Raiders like want to go everywhere. <laughs> Vegas, San Diego, LA.
1: <clears throat> Geekmaster K, as soon as we signed the contract... Um, we would probably put them up for sale pretty close after that because we opened up registration for the LVO in July. Yeah. So we would want to be ahead of that. Um, so it's not just, you know, we want to stagger it so people can budget for the tickets and, and such.
0: 40 uh, TV. how close was Lawrence Baker to making top eight at LVO with Dark Eldar
1: as he, his primary? He tied for ninth place. Yep. So he he, he tied, Spot out. he was one point. One point away. If he would have like gotten one more Slay the Warlord or Linebreaker, he, he, got it. he made it. He gets the top eight. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was as close as so it could close. be. He had 45 Reaver jet bikes. I wanted him to make the top eight so bad, but uh, it wasn't meant to be. Uh,
0: Kane Hammer is saying they'll be back in first after their scores get updated uh, from the tournament that just happened. So...
1: Nice. Oh, Darn so it. there's a couple people using the Best Coast Pairings app that have not been submitting scores. They finished the event, but you have to say like like I'm done, finish the event for the scores to get updated. So please do that. We've been reaching out to everybody. And this year we've been <clears throat> we've been reaching out to TOs who haven't submitted scores. Yeah. Like we're being very proactive to avoid the situation we had uh, last season that left uh there's a two or three guys that were feeling not stoked. Yep. Yet one of their scores never got updated, and I totally understand that. Uh, that won't happen this season. Nope.
0: Cool, thanks for tuning in everybody. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day and we'll see you on Monday. <laughs>
1: Bye.